0: You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org podcasts. This is Sarah Brooks with Chirp Radio 107.1 FM, and I'm here today with Cole Dejanova. But let's get started and chat about some of your recent projects here. So I read your sound is described as somewhere between soul pop concert, Southside Jazz Club, slam poetry reading, and punk rock dive bar. Can you expand on this? And how did you discover this blend of styles for yourself?
1: I think that comes from all of my eclectic experiences as a musician so far. Besides being an independent artist, I've also been a professional keyboard player and vocalist for most of my adult life. And um, that was sort of rooted in jazz and blues. Uh, I used to play a lot growing up around old Southside jazz bars and and then sort of grew out of that. And now I also tour and do a lot of studio work with with more pop artists. And I've always also sort of been involved with the poetry scene because my dad is a poet, and it's so... Just all of these life experiences have kind of just culminated into me.
0: How did that kind of influence your lyricism and everything else that you did?
1: It definitely influenced me a lot. My dad would take me to a lot of poetry readings when I was younger, and I would always come home and immediately write something. I've always read a lot of poetry, and I try to read a lot in general. But when I do approach writing, I'll always write the music first and then approach writing lyrics as if i'm writing a poem separately yeah it's definitely inspired me a lot
0: which poets i guess inspired you
1: i've been a big fan of saul williams who is he's sort of like a rock star in the, the poetry world these days but then uh from my dad a lot of like the beat writers from, you know, Jack Kerouac and Allen Ginsberg and stuff. but
0: Very cool. Yeah. I know you started your career at age 16 as a jazz pianist. And like at that time, is that what you thought you wanted to do?
1: My dream when I was a little kid was not to be a world famous piano player. My dream was to be Michael Jackson. It's um, a pretty good dream. <laughs> obviously, those are huge shoes to fill. And that hasn't quite panned out. But along the way, I started studying jazz and all these different styles and i i think it's in the back of my mind i've always been an artist myself and i've wanted to just draw from these different experiences but coming up in jazz and blues has has definitely lent itself to my artistry in general
0: awesome and then i know you also went to berkeley so um how did that change how you looked at your identity as an artist too what was that experience like
1: I mean, I, I definitely learned a lot. And just being in an environment where everybody is, is just studying and practicing constantly and sharing ideas, it's just a great incubator to grow and get better and honing your craft. But it's also sort of like, I see it as sort of a trade school. Everybody is there to sort of get their foot in the industry somehow. So I think the best thing I got out of being at Berkeley was the network that I still draw from
0: yeah I mean you've collaborated with so many people and so many people that are like either blowing up right now or very established I know you're just on a song with Gallant and Sufjan what was that experience like
1: well I didn't I actually didn't know Sufjan was going to be on the song until later it was it was originally just I was working with Gallant who is I've been playing in his band now for the last year so we've done a a handful of recording sessions together but then when I found out that Sufjan was also going to be on the song I was like well that's pretty awesome
0: yeah, did you get to meet him or did you record separately or like recorded how did it go?
1: Separately. Cool.
0: have also collaborated with a lot of people just like in the Chicago scene. I know Chance the Rapper, a yeah. bunch of other people. What has it been like or what does it mean to you to be a part of Chicago's music community over others?
1: I grew up in Chicago and I've lived some other places, but I, I'm very much a Chicago person at heart. And I think there's a lot of pride that comes with that. Even when I was at Berkeley, I was... I couldn't wait to come back to Chicago and and be a part of the scene as an adult. And I, I think what I've always really appreciated about Chicago is the sense of community that we feel. Other cities that may have a little bit more of an industry presence, there's a certain amount of like competitiveness that I think is less here. And it allows more room to grow and try new ideas out and share
0: that's one thing I love about Chicago, too. I feel like everyone has the desire and the drive to work together. It's not like something that feels forced. It's like something right. that's just natural. Can you kind of expand upon a um, an experience that you've had collaborating with someone that was either like unexpected here or just very memorable?
1: It's happened a lot. For a while, I was helping run a Chicago arts collective called The Gala, and we would do monthly events. There were like open mics. We, we kind of like built our own little community and I'd meet new people every month and you know have ended up doing shows with them or doing recording sessions and it's like constantly coming across new people to work with and that was the idea.
0: Yeah and then you you've toured around as well extensively I know and that's really great too that obviously it takes a lot of grit and time. What is your craziest tour story that you have?
1: I've, I've had such like a wide range of tour experiences from like the worst Crummiest, like six dudes sleeping in a hotel room to like playing for the president of Switzerland and being on a fancy tour bus. And I don't know. I think playing,
0: out, playing for the president of Switzerland? How did that happen?
1: That, uh, that was like a, a very kind of random experience. I spent a, a couple months in Switzerland working with a band. And while we were there, we ended up working with a, a Swiss artist who was sort of like this national treasure because she played sort of traditional swiss music but with like a disco beat the music was really cheesy honestly but we ended up she ended up picking us up and and we ended up playing for the president in a castle on a, on top of a mountain i think i think what i've what i've gathered from all these experiences is that if you're gonna do it you have to really love the lifestyle of it because it's not for everyone it can be really draining but you have to love just the spontaneity and the, the craziness of it all.
0: That's so true. And I know you have a lot of new projects coming up. You have your single out, We Broke. Where did the inspiration for that come from?
1: Just from being broke. It's
0: very literal, but yeah, I just, I wanted to hear more about it. Probably the most song I've ever written. Oh my gosh, the lyrics <laughs> made me laugh really hard. And I was, I was like, you know what, I can relate to some of this. And I think all like generational, all of us can. But yeah, I, I wanted to know if it was just like one day you were like... I am broke. I'm going to write a song about it and just make light of all of the struggles yeah. that artists go through and creatives go through and whatever. Exactly. So.
1: And just young people and everyone for all of time has gone through at some point. And I think we just, when you hear music on the radio and, and stuff, it's so much as, as these illusions of, of people, like rich people and living this baller lifestyle that most of them don't actually live. And it just like in imp- Implants this idea in our mind of like that's what we're supposed to be doing, and like that's what makes you valuable. And I think no, I think we should just like embrace all the the moments of our lives, even like the really not so pretty, broke ones. Like a schoolboy,
0: I I passed the tests. Study one. So for your album that's coming out early next year, kind of what, what can we expect from Really Human and what's going into it? Is it going to be more more soulful, a little bit more introspective?
1: I've been getting more and more into sort of this uh, electronic soul And I think there's going to be more of that. There's going to be more programmed drums and synthesizers than I've I've ever used before. I was lucky enough to uh, link up with Georgia Ann Muldrow, who's been one of my favorite artists for a while. This very prolific creator, producer, MC, vocalist, keyboardist. I like to say she's like if Jay Dilla and Nina Simone were to have a baby.
0: That's a nice blend. Yeah. yeah.
1: So she I was really lucky to link up with her and she produced a few of the songs and sort of set the tone for the rest of rest of the album. So yeah, I'm excited. It's 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 a new sonic space for me. I'm also sort of doing a lot more self-production in the process, which is which is fun for me.
0: Yeah, that I mean that should be cool for you too to be like I did this all myself.
1: Yeah, and I know that sounds kind of pompous in a way, but I've always worked with a band and I've i mean i've always loved all the musicians i've I've played with but sometimes there are certain ideas i end up compromising for the sake of of the group and uh, it's nice to just like every idea i have is might end up getting out there so it's it's fun to explore that
0: yeah everything's gonna be your own and you'll you'll absolutely know like this was mine yeah everything is how i wanted it yeah, to be it
1: turns out like crap it was my <laughs> fault if it
0: was bad it's my fault it was profound it was all me right. yes. <laughs> And this is a very random question, but I, you know, did a little research on your Instagram because that's how I feel you can truly get to know an artist is through their Instagram. The real uh, person. The real person inside. But um, (laughs) I saw you played the John Williams song from E.T. and it was like, you played it brilliantly. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, But I guess that kind of just jogged my mind and it made me think, Who would be your dream person to, like, workshop with? Who is someone that you would want to, like, mentor you?
1: Honestly, probably the poet Saul Williams, like I mentioned. And he's also a musician as well, but I'd just like to be able to hang out and chat and be friends.
0: What would you imagine he'd say?
1: Probably something really profound that would just change my life completely. Or not at all, and he'd just be a normal guy. But
0: That might be cooler in a way. I don't know. Okay, and you also were in LA for a while, right?
1: Yeah, I kind of go back and forth. Okay, with that
0: can you kind of go into the differences between the two scenes or what you've experienced there?
1: LA is a place you go to work because there's such a there's such an in established industry there, and there's a lot of money and you know corporate presence within the music industry. Whereas Chicago, like I said, is it's full of some of the most talented people I've I've ever met, but because there's sort of less of that corporate pressure or industry presence. It it feels more creative and collaborative, but LA is a place where you go and you work and you make money and you, people become famous. And that, and it makes it sound like all very superficial. And there's definitely some of that, but I've also had great experiences out there. And I know a lot of really talented people doing really cool things too. So it's, it's, for me, it's nice to have the balance
0: And then with your new material too, um, will you be collaborating with anyone for your new album?
1: I've been talking, well, besides Georgia, um, I've been talking to my friend Rico Sisney, who's the rapper from Sidewalk Chalk, about doing a song. And I'm working on the next single I'm going to be putting out. uh, It's called Full Grown. Um, I'm going to be working with a, an animator visual artist based in uh, Baltimore named Jake Armstrong. He's going to do a video for that. And yeah, I don't know yet.
0: Very cool. Well, that's a good start. That yeah. sounds very good. And then um, what events and concerts do you have coming up so we can all go listen to you?
1: Yeah, December 6th, I'm playing a show at Martyrs. It's going to be me and Brittany Campbell, who's an artist in town who also is in the cast of Hamilton. And then a band called Hood Smoke. So really excited for that. That'll be, it'll be a fun lineup. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, just have some, some touring dates coming up and. Yeah.
0: Very cool. You can find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org podcasts. Chirp radio hear What's next.